0: hello and welcome again to charles kelly money tips hope you're having a good day there Uh, my name is charles kelly i run a podcast called money tips and uh, i've also written a book called yes money can buy you happiness and my my podcast is available on itunes and stitcher but you can also find more on my website which is moneytipsdaily.com thanks for everyone tuning in on facebook live great to see you all and thanks for the comments you send in as well really appreciate that and today I want to talk about the UK student accommodation sector because I'm also a private landlord. I'm, I'm a property investor, have been for about 30 years and I, I've seen the changes that have come up and how they've affected smaller landlords. Now, in an unprecedented move, the UK's minister, university's minister rather, has laid down a warning at a summit of student accommodation providers to sort out their awful and disappointing uh, problems that have seen more than 20 student housing projects and schemes not completed on time now bear in mind students are already are already back at university for the autumn term and we've seen a lot of these new shiny new buildings going up but some of them are not being finished now chris skidmore the minister summoned corporate housing providers after students had been put into temporary accommodation and he said that students can pay significant amounts of money for their accommodation it's unacceptable for them to be let down at a stressful time now this was particularly uh, apparent in Portsmouth where a building wasn't finished and 250 students were left without accommodation now I've noticed that accommodation funded from from the these students tend to go to corporates now and uh, it's effectively funded through the the taxpayer you and i are paying for this in tax because we're paying these maintenance grants and uh, student loans that go into the, the this housing sector and private landlords that you know, you used to have a student, uh, a university and around there, there would be lots of HMOs, houses of multiple occupation with private landlords providing student accommodation, some good, some not so good, some cheap, some upmarket. You know, I've been there, I've sent two kids to universities, so I've paid for this, so I know what it's like. And what used to happen was that in the first year, they'd be in halls of residence within the university. And then the second and third or fourth year, they would go out into the private sector. And this is where private landlords came into being and you know that's fine but now I, I see that uh, corporates have been building these these new buildings which you know look more attractive they're nearer to the universities they don't seem to have this problem with the council stopping and putting on article 4 uh, restrictions on making houses you know turning houses into to HMOs. They seem to be able to build hundreds of these things without this, what they call an Article 4 restriction, which stops people buying houses and turning them into HMOs in student accommodation areas, even though they're needed. So they don't have these problems. And I think they've been undermined by the government in in recent years, which has favoured larger corporate landlords who have been rewarded with tax breaks that would have been denied to the smaller landlords like like myself. You know, I'm not a large corporate, but they've taken away tax breaks to us and given them to, to corporate corporate sectors. And I've met housing ministers who said that we don't want mum and pop landlords, we want the corporates, the corporates to, to to deal with the private rental sector. Well this is what the corporates are doing for us. Not not very much it seems. And I I, I would say that, you know, since these measures have been introduced uh to let landlords have been quitting the market uh, in droves since the punitive tax uh Measures have been introduced by the former chancellor, George Osborne, who's no longer the former chancellor. He's no longer an even MP, even an MP. Uh, but some, some estate has claim that Osborne's landlord tax grab, as, as it's been called, uh, in in and combined this with the 2016 Brexit vote, have effectively killed off the buy-to-let property market, with prices in some areas like London plummeting by 20%. Now, However, these falling property prices have created what I would say buying opportunities, right? Especially among distressed and disgruntled landlords who are frankly fed up with being treated like second class citizens and called, you know, by some parties and some politicians almost like called crooks almost. So they've been fed up and some of them are just getting out. But even properties investors that i know that are not actually getting out and selling everything have been definitely holding back on investing in further property due to the well the loss of tax relief for a start on buy to let mortgage loans because they're not going to get this tax relief anymore uh, as well as the higher rates if they switch to a limited company loan they're then paying a higher interest rate on those loans so that that sort of negates a lot of the saving that you would make by getting the tax relief in other words if you get a loan in your own name you can get get a loan at one and a half two percent you start going to a limited company so i'm buying this property in a limited company name the lender goes oh limited company no we have to start charging you three percent four percent even though you're putting down a personal guarantee so what difference does it make whether it's wrapped up in a limited company wrapper so anyway that's just my little rant about limited company loans i don't know why lenders are not getting on board and offering the same deals to limited companies as they would to to private individual investors uh, so, so this has created a few opportunities. Um, and you know, but but I would say there's another way of looking at this, right? Now most traditional buy-select investors, these are people who've been doing it for years, are not really aware that there are there are many no money-down strategies that you can use to buy and control property, you know, without using your own money and you Know bypassing mortgage lenders altogether, forget about mortgage lenders and these lenders that you know one minute want to turn on the tap and give you money, the next minute, oh no, we're, we're being a bit more careful now. Let's see this, let's see, let's see further statement, let's see further evidence, and all this sort of stuff. While you're you know trying to close a deal, they're messing you about. No, you can buy and, and control property without using mortgage lenders and really just stick. The one finger up to some of these mortgage lenders that have been messing you around right okay there are ways and smarter investors and you know i've been on courses and smarter investors are using what i would call creative finance no money down tools to build massive property portfolios in a few short years i'd say in, in you know less than five years you know without using any of their, their own money because quite frankly their hands are not tied by mortgage lenders and the need to save large deposits to keep buying properties and this has been the dilemma for all private small property investors is saving up those ever bigger and bigger deposits uh, to, to buy new properties yes you can refinance out you can put you know but where does that stop you know you can't always do that and with prices falling it's difficult to refinance a property when you know they're not even going up in value they're falling in value so this is what smarter investors have used. And I've seen some people, you know, come from behind from nowhere and suddenly racing ahead and suddenly they've they've got 30, 40, 50 properties under their control. So if you'd like more information on how to do this, because there are techniques, there are many strategies and, and how to build wealth building assets using none of your own money. Uh, just email me charles at charleskelly.net or send me a message on on Facebook through through Messenger and you know I'll tell you how to do it. And I'll give you a word of the day today. Section 24. Have you heard of section 24 of a finance act? Section 24 in, in the property field is known as the tenant tax, and this is going to restrict tax relief on for finance costs, that's mortgages on residential properties, to, to the basic rate of income tax. This has been phased in from the 6th of April 2017, in simple terms, landlords will no longer be able to deduct all of their finance costs from uh, their property income to arrive uh, at their property profit. So we're all going to be paying a bit more tax. So that's what the section 24. If you don't know what it is, Google it, look it up and and find out more about that. OK, so I'll end there. Um, if, if you'd like more information on. How to build and how to acquire wealth building assets using none of your own money, just email me charles at net, or drop me a line on Facebook Messenger. Thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com